Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's Tuesday, January 19th. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. We'll just take a few brief minutes of your day to set the stage in the sky ahead. You want to hear the keywords right off the top? Ah, sure, why not? Then we'll talk about some of the bigger themes that are going on right now. So the first keyword across all time frames today is effort, and the next is work, and that shows up across the board. Now, here are some of the other ones that are intermixed throughout the day. We are still in tough keyword territory through tomorrow, and then it lightens up a little bit toward the end of the week. So effort and work, number one and number two, purpose and failure intermixed throughout the day and these are by intensity so the list gets less intense as we go on delusion precipitation separation difficulty nervousness loss chance conflict surprise agitation accident I'm looking for a good one, guys. I promise I am. I'm looking for a good one. And it's in there. It's down there a ways. Creativity, which is one keyword level higher than nervous disorders. <laughs> Encounter, break, inhibition, etc. And look, that just takes us to that we are indeed under a difficult sky right now because tomorrow Mars and uh, Uranus conjunct exactly. The time on that is 3.38 p.m. As we talked about yesterday, let's just take another big step back because as I was contemplating on some things over the weekend, what became crystal clear is we are still under the macro theme of Saturn and Pluto, which happened on January 12th. Don't think that was one and done. Now, of course, we're talking about Saturn and Pluto conjuncting in Capricorn, which only happens every 250 years or so. The last one was 1518. The one before that was 1284. And both times ushered in massive macro world changes across the globe. Structural changes, foundational changes, shifts in government, shifts in world influence and control, and shifts in eras, as in a shift from the Dark Ages to the Renaissance, or a shift from Roman domination under the Catholic Church to Reformation. So you have to realize that we are and will be for a long time under that planetary influence. We are watching an unscripted play play itself out. Obviously, that next other big theme that we are under just happened, Saturn conjuncting Jupiter. That one happens on either side of just under a year and obviously does not have the big thematic play that Saturn-Pluto in Capricorn has, but it does have a domino trip, a trigger kind of thing. And of course, we talked about this one being the shift from the era of Earth related to Saturn-Jupiter into Aquarian air. Then we're sitting on what is going to be the third big influence for this year triggered by mars conjuncting uranus and we saw what happened there when mars moved into taurus that conjunction is tomorrow but then in the third week of february saturn squares uranus for the first of three times this year that is big that is thematic because it will happen three times and it also is tied to basically every recession and depression over the last 100 years 
All right, so that's enough of that. Let me bring in another perspective to this, okay? Let's kind of shake that off because that is that is pretty thick and pretty heavy. But, you know, look, in astrology, we have to look at both sides of the coin. And when I'm doing these readings, it's so obvious when you look at the structure of somebody's natal birth chart, what kind of an existence they came in to do. Some charts are just structured, mine included, that you look at it and you just realize, wow, this person came in to do some real tough work in this incarnation. My chart is all about transformation. And it took me a while to get there, but once I did, that's exactly the theme of my life and still is to this day. I'm always looking for areas to transform. So when we look at this from a different perspective, let's change our lens and see what we get, okay? Now, think about our astrological chart. It is from the perspective of the Earth, right? Because the sun is one of the orbiting bodies in the chart. But wait a minute. (laughs) Isn't the sun the center of our universe? Well, of course it is. And that is called the heliocentric perspective. So when we throw a chart into heliocentric instead of geocentric, then we are looking from the sun being the center of the chart instead of the earth being the center of the chart. And now the earth actually shows up as one of the planets on the chart. So when we look at things from this perspective, what do we see? Well, first of all, earth is in cancer right now. And just before the inauguration, about five hours before the inauguration, Earth moves into Leo. So from a geocentric perspective, the inauguration tomorrow will be Aquarian. From a heliocentric perspective, it will be Leo. What else do we have? Well, we have Saturn and Jupiter still in the same position in Aquarius, four and eight degrees respectively. So that's in place. But here's the big change. Uranus is in Taurus, but Mars is not even in the same sign. It's all the way over in Gemini. And it is, uh, how is it aspected? It is basically in a distant aspect of a square to Neptune, but it's not bothering Uranus. Now, there is one significant and subtle difference in these two charts. So from our Earth-centered geocentric position, Jupiter squared Uranus Sunday night, two days ago. From a heliocentric position, Jupiter does not square Uranus until February 1st. Now, here's another little bonus or bogey, if you will, of heliocentric astrology. is because we're looking from the sun's perspective. There's no retrograde. The planets do not look like they're going backwards. See, that's an orbit-to-orbit phenomenon We could use that freeway example of if there's another car passing you when it looks like it's going backwards, you know, that phenomenon. See, it's a car-to-car thing. But if you were in a helicopter, you you obviously wouldn't see that perspective. So I know what you're thinking. Thomas, I'm confused. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) It's both. It's and. It's yeah. uh Uh-huh. It is the universe that we live in. And this is why I don't use one house system. I use a blend of really about three. I use whole sign, Placidus, and then I mix in equal. The flavoring of that is like if you just cook a steak with nothing on it, 
But then if you season it and you marinate it and you add a little cherry wood and apple wood to the smoke and you, you know what I'm saying, you embellish it, you create a delicious sauce on the side. That's the idea is we have the base and we acknowledge the base and then we embellish it. So then I thought, well, what about running the keywords through heliocentric? What would we get then? And I did. And interesting, kind of some of the similar keywords, but the top keyword became dissatisfaction. And I thought, well, that's really interesting how this is picking up on these themes. And keep in mind, I'm not talking about the United States election. I mean, my goodness, we have listeners from Canada to Tasmania and Eastern Europe and all over the globe who many probably could care less about the U.S. election. I'm following this uh, stock trading guy who is from Canada, and he says, well, you guys just hug it out down there and get on with so we can get on with things. You know, it's like uh, I would imagine that there are a lot of people that are just like, would you guys please figure it out? But at least this doesn't have Mars camped right on top of Uranus. It did already happen in the heliocentric chart. When? November 12th. And on Election Day, November 3rd, Mars was had just crossed the county line into Taurus. Isn't that interesting? So here we had, in this system, Mars, Uranus was all about the election. In tropical, now it's all about the inauguration. Kind of funny how that worked out, isn't it? And I think that is not, well, to me, that's pretty random, actually. I mean, I don't think you could have crafted that any different. But maybe these are fated times that uh, have been written into the sky a long, long time ago. Well, we'll see. You guys have a great day, and we'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.